Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Switching Stances. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler, joined by my good friend, my good buddy, Ollie, aka Gaz. How's it going, mate? It's going okay, it's going okay. I'm a little bit tired, but um, on the plus side, celebrating a British champion, a British victory. Yeah. So, can't complain. Yes, you are under the weather. Um, yeah, why a the podcast bit. is a little delayed in the week, but that's okay um, because we're in high spirits here with a, a Leon Edwards victory, which brought mm-hmm. us all a lot of joy. I feel like it. I was I, I was in the in the joy mainly because I picked Leon. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and I just felt very, very vindicated in that in that pick. It wasn't a third round TKO. No, but it was. Uh, it was a. Good, I thought a pretty clear. I thought it was a pretty clear solid win. victory. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, we will get into that. Um. Couple things to get through. Did we have anything in the news as well? First and foremost, from you, um, in the last um, week or so from the from, from the world of MMA. I've really only got one thing, and it sort of tails on from the welterweight title fight. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we'll get into that. Should, I think, should we save that? Yeah, we'll save that because I mean, there's a lot to talk about with who's the rifle number one contender, the Colby Covington situation. Like, there's a that's lot. That's what it is. Yeah, a lot to go through there. Um, I tweeted out the other day. Um, I just said yes. fight announcement coming <laughs> soon. Um, and I do have a fight date. I don't have an opponent yet. That will be happening in the next couple of weeks. But I have an event. I have a date. I'm not going to say it here. I will say it's in June. That's all I'll say for now. And then I'll, once I lock down the opponent, um, and I know the weight. I'm pretty certain mm-hmm. of the weight. But you know, it's a you know can be some negotiations. Yeah, um, sure. And and then um, once that's locked down, then I'll properly announce the date. Um, and you know we're. We're not in fight camp yet, so we've got a still got a good bit of time, but uh, sort of prepping for fight camp, if that makes sense. So, are you are you able to say what type of sport it is? Well, it's it's it, it'll be Muay Thai. It'll be a Muay Thai okay, fight cool. first. Yeah, yeah. I can say that. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So, before I do any MMA fights, I want to get a couple of Muay Thai fights in. So does my coach. So does my team. So, um, yeah, that's that's the goal for right now. Uh, um. Striking's my main <clears throat> martial art discipline anyway. Um, though I do love my wrestling. I love jiu-jitsu. But uh, I definitely am the most competent on the feet. Um, so very confident. I had uh, three teammates I cornered a couple of weeks ago. Um, and just ha- having my teammates that I'm very close with and I train with every day to see how well they did and them get wins. Like, mm. man, that boosted my own confidence too. You know, because saw a couple of them mollywop their opponents and their boys that, you know, I go toe-to-toe with each and every day and we all make each other better. And I'm like, I saw what they did and I'm like, I'm going to do exactly that too. So I'm feeling very confident, very ready, very excited. Um, it's been a long road here. I thought I would have fought a long time ago um, before we started this show even. Yeah. Um, but it's, I'm glad it's taken this long because I'm now truly, truly ready um, when I think the idea in the past has been like, I'm excited, but I'm also like, fuck, this is crazy. Whereas now I'm like, there's no there's zero, I have zero fear or hesitation. This is what I want. And I know I'm going to go in there and do, do well, no matter the outcome. So I'm just fucking pumped, mate. 
I'm just absolutely pumped. I mean, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it for you. I want to see. Uh, I just I want to like hear the process. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll keep everyone updated on this show um, and this channel. Um, and across all our social channels uh, along the journey. I might do a few vlogs here and there and a few videos and I've already had people close to me, um, you know, volunteer to be like, oh, film this, I'll do this for you. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that'll be helpful. That'll be helpful. Like I was on the, when I got sort of the tap on the shoulder, I was like, this is the date, um, you know, and telling a few people and good friend of, well, one of my best friends uh, on this planet Earth, David Jerome, who, if you followed me, you probably know who that is. Um, he goes, what do you need me to do? What do you, like, what do you need? Do you want me to video stuff? You want me to do that? I was like, yeah, I mean, if you want to. He's like, I'll just be a fly on the wall and just do that. I was like, sweet, great content. <laughs> so, um, yeah. you know, um, I'm, you I'm excited for the process. <laughs> the, the Muay Thai events like that, man, they're just so quick, hey? There's not really much of a walkout. It's just sort of like in, out, in, out, in, out. The fights are fast. But those sorts of events, they have lots of fights on them, which is great because they draw sure. friends and family of them. So these events, they're f- packed with people, which is yeah, great. Right. So the atmosphere is really good. The energy is really good in those events. Um, so I'm excited to be able to compete um, in that atmosphere. And, you know, I, my coach said to me, he's like, mate, you were like a kid in a candy store being like in the corner for the for the boys like he's you know i was just buzzing and he knew he's like this is what he wants he's ready um you know outside of just my training also mentally he was able to see that i was ready too so right i'm just just pumped just pumped and you know super proud of the team and i just love the team i'm in and it made it makes training fun it makes it easy and i'm just uh yeah keen, keen to get amongst it so it'll be a couple of months and um I'll keep everyone updated, but yeah, that I thought I'd just mention that for now, and I'll keep everyone updated as things progress and we get further and further and further through through camp and locking in opponents and weight and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, and then mm-hmm. how you can watch it because there will be a yes. stream. Um, oh, good stuff! I sort of yeah. assumed there wouldn't be, but no, there there was a stream last time, but you had to pay for it, so it's a bit of a fucking shit show. I still expect you to fucking do it, but I'll get you know. Yeah, 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 100%. yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if, I, if the average Joe, I'm like, I'm sure I'll try to get get it down the road, get the footage, and then we can put it up on this channel, perhaps. Um, you know, if I can like pay for, I don't know what, what it would take to be able to get that, but um, but yeah, I know they do it on their channel upload after the event, so I could just okay. direct people to to that after the fact if they didn't want to pay. But um, I think yeah, it was like tw- twenty bucks Australian, so probably like ten quid. Or something like that. This yeah, is like, I'm just going by last. I might be different next. I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, yeah. But um, that's uh, that'll be cool. So people that can't make it can watch it if they so desire, which will be sick. Um, and might even get you to live Twitter, guys. <laughs> so those yeah, who aren't yeah, paying yeah. for it can can um, know what's going on. But anyway, what I would lo- what I'd love to do is get a bunch of our friends together. Oh, dude, that would be cool. Like get get like Ben, Toby, Ollie. yeah, and to film a reaction to it. Oh, that'd be tough. Yeah, I'll yeah. Stay. That wouldn't that be yeah. fucking tough? I won't, so it's fine. But <laughs> oh, that's okay. If you you won't see it if you lose, so I still want to watch it. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't care. Ooh. Um, yeah, uh, maybe I just won't watch the end part. No, it's fine. Maybe because um, yeah, because I will. It. Yeah, it's fine anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna win I have literally no doubt in my mind so it's all good that's good it's all good I'm gonna work 
I've already put all, everything into this, and I will literally give this everything I've got leading up to it. So I've been doing this a long time. It's been a long time coming for me. I feel overcooked. Like I feel like I'm gonna walk in there against a guy that's been doing this for five, you know, for five minutes trying to do his first fight, and I'm gonna mollywop him. That's how I feel. Like you know, and men, and that's the, mm-hmm. the mental side of it. So I'm going in very confident. So very focused, very serious, but you know, very confident as well. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, enough about that. Let's get into this past weekend, UFC 286 from London, England, the O2, um, highest gate in the history of the O2. Um, so shout out to the UFC and to Leon Edwards, Leon Rocky Edwards, yeah. the undisputed UFC welterweight champion of the world. Um, it was his show it was his moment. It was just cool to see. Um, he looked calm, cool, collected all week, all through the fight. So he blew me away again. We'll get into that, but before that, let's let's go through um, the highlights of the card. What what are some highlights for you that you want to want to talk um, about? I'd like to immediately go off on Jake Hadley versus Malcolm Gordon, which I'm not sure if you watched. Is that the 30 second knockout where like he was like, uh, fighting, yeah. and then he was like fighting the ref for like a solid minute after? No, 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 no. It's not that one. Is that a different? Um, one? No, it's a flyweight guy. Uh, two flyweights. Malcolm Gordon was who Muhammad Makayev fought last. Uh, um, yeah, okay. He came back, and DC, whilst Malcolm Gordon's walking out, DC is saying, so Malcolm Gordon uh, was telling us that he was pissing out parts of his liver um, in the build-up to this fight. He was, he was like, pissing out chunks of his liver. Um, clearly something terribly wrong with him and decided to fight anyway. Yeah, um, that doesn't sound healthy. I mean, I'm not a doesn't, doctor. Doesn't sound healthy. But it doesn't sound healthy. You know? Doesn't sound healthy and it was no. a first round knockout for Jake Hadley. Um right. and all did he, he kick really him right did, in the liver immediately? Did you know? All he really did was two short left hooks straight in the liver and Gordon just collapsed, just crumpled to the floor. So I see he obviously found out that he well, he was telling knew. them. He if, was talking if, about it, right? Like DC right, knew. Exactly. So if every DC so he, the guys like people. the guys like. Um, so I'm gonna punch him right in the fucking liver, and yeah, we'll have an early day. You know. Yeah. yeah. I'm on the prelims. I'll be the sun's not even down. Let's go no, smash 900%. some fucking pints of bevs. Like, <laughs> yeah, easy yeah, day. It, he made it look fucking easy. Um. I mean, he didn't mention the injury and the thing. He was just like, yeah, I get a lot of guys with that shot in the gym. Um, but you 100% knew. Yeah. You don't Bro, dedicate I would, to body I would 100%. Like if I was him, if I was him, I would say the same fucking thing. I'm not just being yeah. like, well, I heard him say he was injured, so I just thought, fuck it. You know what I mean? Like, I would be like, well, you know, I'm the fucking man. So that's why yeah. I won. Um, that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I would be saying. But, you know, we're not all me. We're not all pieces <laughs> of shit. Um... <laughs> yes, yeah, that's that's a tough one. That's a tough one. There was also a knee that got shattered. Um, there was and, the next fight, yeah. Yes, yep. Which is the O2 classic. Um, this last time it was Tom Aspinall. Yeah, oh god, yeah, it's true, isn't it? Yeah, it's become a, it's become a thing at the O2. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, talk us through Chris, it. Well, I don't. There wasn't much else to say really. Christian Leroy Duncan was pretty hyped coming in. Yeah. Um, and he retained, I guess, the hype. Looked good early. Looked pretty slow early, but like he looked like he was just feeding out stuff. Yeah. Um. And Todorovic just 
crumpled his knee. I don't know exactly what happened, but it looked like it just he twisted it somehow and fell to the ground. Yeah. It was yeah. tough. It was a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was. What are some other highlights you've got? Uh, did you watch Loren Murphy versus Gabriel Santos? No, I did not. I didn't watch okay, any of the prelims, a... other than some like things online, because uh, the card was at a different time, and no, I was I'm like saying. in the middle of shit. Like, so I I just went dark on social media and saved um, the card for when it would normally air at US times in Australia, which is Sunday at midday. And then Jarrah came around. We both watched it midday. And by the way, our reaction videos to the main event is already up on the channel and smashing yes. views. So shout out to that. So. Um, but go check that out if you haven't already. Um, but yeah, so I, I only really had time for the main card. Um, and you did tell me to watch some prelims and I did check out like some of the highlights, like the, the knee bar that, and then the, the rear naked, yeah. and, um, all that good stuff. But I didn't see anything else really other than I did hear about this, the pissing liver thing, but I don't know how, Okay, I don't know how I heard about that. Maybe I heard you talking about it. I don't know. Maybe I did tweet. I'm sure it was just. I'd, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's almost certainly that. Then I probably read one of your tweets. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, well, well, Lorraine no, Murphy was it. meant to fight Nathaniel Wood, um, which would have been a great fight. Nathaniel Wood went out with an injury, and they brought in uh, Gabriel Gabriel Santos, um, who I can't. I, th- I think he was an LFA guy. I'm not sure. Let me check that actually. But yeah. he came in and did very, very well for himself. Yeah. Um, it looked like, like Lorraine Murphy's legit, also undefeated. Um, where was he? Yeah, LFA. Um, Lorraine Murphy, very good. Gabriel Santos showed to be equally good, I would say. It was a win for Lorraine Murphy, um, which I thought it was as well, but a lot of people scored it for Santos. Yeah. Um, and it's just in, it's just fun to have him now in the UFC and like come in despite being on a loss on a short notice loss like can't complain about the kid looked very good yeah yeah he did did look good did look good um, Mohamed Makayev obviously briefly mentioned that knee bar which yes what do you that shit's what crazy do you think dude that shit's fucking stupid because he's my he's a year older than me. He's twenty two. Um that's I mean for me that's super fucking weird. Um I I mean I hate that shit. I hate knee injuries, ankle like I hate leg locks, I fucking hate that shit. Mm-hmm. It scares the shit out of me. Um more than anything in MMA. Like not knockouts yeah. don't, fucking chokes don't, arm bars, all that shit, but like Things that'll fuck up your knees and your legs and your ability to walk and your future ability to walk long term scares the shit out of me. Sure. So I'm like, bro, fucking tap and live to fight another. This is no fight's worth, you know, that this was potential also my... future. Yeah. That's all I he... feel about it. He's undefeated, which makes me think that that comes in to play quite heavily. Yeah, I'm no, I'm sure. Um, you ego. Yeah, well, it's why I'm not going to be a UFC fighter, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I, sure. you know, it's it's just, <laughs> you know, it's a reality. Yeah. It's a reality. Um, these people are built different, and I, you know, 
that's what he wants. This is his life. This is his livelihood. So I get it from that point of view. But for me, I'm looking at it. I'm like, dude, fuck this. Yeah, it's it's hard for like I understand me sitting at home and saying, oh, should have tapped to that mate. Bad decision. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is is yeah. easy because I'm not an undefeated. 10 and 0 upcoming guy who wants to be the youngest UFC champ who wants to yeah. go on to do great things and a loss sets you back a bit. Um, yes, exactly. Like I am, I am aware of why he didn't tap, um, and also he got the he got submission despite as soon as he lets go of the knee bar and starts moving, he is wincing with every movement. Oh yeah, you know he he gets that submission and he stands up and is like hobbling around. It's rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, but the just, fact that um, not only he backed himself to know that he's injured himself, he's fucked himself, and still go mm-hmm. for the victory and win within a minute afterwards or just over a minute after that is fucking unbelievable. Yeah, like it was so impressive, but also at what cost. At yes, what cost? exactly, because he's not going to be back this year. No fucking point. way is he back this year. No way is he back this year. And that's the sort of, like that's the sort of stuff that fucks people's careers. You see people take knee injuries and they don't come back from it. Yes. And it's scary as someone so young and so promising. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean... It depends how bad it is, right? Like, do we know, like, the damage? Have we got the results? Like, is we it ACL, MCL? Is it both? Yeah. Like, I think you sort of need to know that level and how, how bad it can be. But once you get, you know, the problem is with the knee injuries is that they tend to happen again. And I know a lot of athletes, a lot of doctors would be like, once you've done it once, you know, it's stronger than ever. It should be better. But, like, then why does it keep fucking happening? He, d- he did say he heard six or seven cracks during the... Stupid. The the attempt. Stupid. Yeah, it's tough. Stupid. You know. If you wanted to move on to that Sam Patterson uh, knockout, where he gets, I think he got a kick caught and he got an overhand by that little Israeli guy, uh, Yanal Lashmuz. Yeah. Yeah. Was that was that the one on the way down? Yeah. Sort of the drums played on his head for a bit struggles to get back up a lot of people saying late stoppage i actually would side with the ref on that one to be honest yeah i think it's a it's a hard one to call because he wasn't he was taking the strikes but he was moving he was getting like trying to work out of positions he was had his arms up to sort of prevent strikes he you know he was doing things to defend himself yeah whilst he was still taking shots I understand in the moment where I think it was Mark Goddard was coming from. Um, yeah. But obviously, Patterson gets up um, and is still trying to clinch grapple his entire corner and the ref. <laughs> yeah. That was, for... dude, that's the sort of shit that you don't like to see. No, 100%. It reminds me, there was that video, um, and I don't know if you've seen it of a boxer like an amateur boxer who is mm-hmm. fighting he, he's fighting his opponent and sort of stops fighting his opponent and like 
turns to sort of look at the ref, starts swinging towards the ref. The ref steps out of the way, and he just keeps swinging into the ropes and sort mm. of just crumples into the ropes. It looks like sort of if your controller has a bit of like stick, what's it called? Well, like stick drift, I guess. Yeah. He just he just sort of drifts over into the corner while swinging, and he died later, like that later uh, that day. Yeah, fuck. Just clearly something went wrong getting hit, and it looked like yeah. that to me. It reminded me te- like terrifyingly of that. I was like, oh, this could be, the f- this yeah. could be one of the this could be like the one that we see a guy die. Because uh, it will be. I I I will almost guarantee. Like, I bet it will be a ground and pound stop. Because someone will die eventually. Um, yeah, yeah. Inevitably, and I think it will probably be a ground and pound stoppage of just taking volume rather than taking one big punch. You reckon? I get the feeling. Yeah, I get the mm. feeling someone's going to be out. The ref doesn't realise they yeah. just take too much. <sighs> it was a real. It was a real sad one to see. Yeah, yeah. You don't. You don't like to see it. You don't like to Ash Moose looked great, and like not to take away from his performance because he did look great. Um, just, just, un- deeply uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, yeah. I didn't enjoy. I didn't see it like it live, but I didn't enjoy watching the the video after the fact. Um, yeah, and him like just continuously fo- like yeah you you that shit scares the shit out of me. Not as bad as knee bars, though, for some reason. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I was going to get into Jack Shaw, Michael Mercani. What the fuck is that? You just made up some names. <laughs> what? You don't know Jack Shaw? Oh, is he the darts guy? I know him. He's the dart the guy. He is the darts guy. He is the guy. He is the darts guy. Beat him. That's okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Welsh GSP, as he's, as he's been dubbed. Um, yes, okay. No, I didn't see any fought, prelims. He fought Marquana Mercani, who is the funniest fighter of all time. Um, maybe second only to Drikus Duplessis. Um, <laughs> but where Drikus Duplessis can can gas immediately and continue on at the same pace, Marquana Mercani is a monster in round one. Um, the second the the bell for the second round starts. He gasses like clockwork. You could like honestly, you could set a watch by it. Really? Um, has a you should watch. It's so funny. You should watch that first that that fight or any of his fights. Um, comes out looks really good, and then he wins the first round against Jack Shaw. Uh, Jack Shaw goes back to his corner, and you love to see it. His his dad sits him down immediately and is like, "You spent six months drilling a head kick, and you haven't thrown one." <laughs> which is great and you love to see that you like what yeah. a way to get your fighter to <laughs> to actually fucking he's like you know we've been working on this this is like a thing that we know he's weak to yeah like the head kick is there yeah why are you not throwing it um yes second round opens. fair question fair question second round opens uh he jack Shaw throws a couple head kicks clips smack one with one of them um and Makwana like very quickly starts looking sluggish and like overthrowing his punches, very clear. And I just hear DC go, "Oh man, he's gassed," and I just I laugh so hard. 
um, whilst watching that live. <laughs> he's so he's so. It's just incredible to watch him struggle on through second rounds. I don't know how he's managed to have such inconsistent or such consistent, consistently bad cardio. Um, since most people I know have been watching him at least, and never do anything about it. It's it's really great. Uh, Jack Shaw submits him in the second round. Um. Just against like pretty dominant round against the tired guy. Well, he's a minus five hundred favorite. So yeah, but yeah, well that's because people expected him to be able to he's supposed you know, to win get through fight. the get through the first round. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you um, think? Do you see Jack Shaw fighting a ranked opponent next? How? Where's he at? Uh, What's he'll probably get next? one more unranked guy. He'll probably get like a name, an unranked name. Um, at 145, someone like a, I don't know, what's, like an Andre Feely, is Andre Feely, <laughs> is Andre Feely a fly, uh, featherweight? Yeah, he is a featherweight. Yeah, someone like an Andre Feely, I could see him getting. Yeah. And then they probably give him a ranked guy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not like sold on Jack Shaw the same way that other people are, but I'm interested to see him go. Yeah, well, I've, it's not someone I've seen fight. Not someone I've seen fight. And okay. still haven't. Have not seen this fight. Didn't watch it. Didn't watch prelims. I'm surprised you know. didn't see the Ricky Ricky Simone fight. Nope. Didn't see it. That's interesting. I okay. don't know. Don't know. I can't believe you'd miss ranked bantamweight. Casual. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> we have shit on sometimes. You know? Mm, yeah, sometimes. Well, it's not really okay. Well, not, I mean, you don't. You know? That's <laughs> yeah, okay. that's all right, man. I'm only, I'm only in my final semester at uni you're you're a uni student what do you have yeah. on what do you have on outside of uni uh, you're not gonna go out and do something you don't have you don't I've have money to do work. something you're a uni student what money do you have that to do true. stuff i don't have money yeah. to do stuff. yeah <laughs> i'll give you that yeah yeah, yeah. i remember i was a uni i was a uni student once i know what it's like what, what <laughs> else are you doing but studying nothing nothing so you know you've got time your free time is this consume my free time content. is a lot of mma stuff yeah really. yeah yeah that's a good point yeah 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 Yeah. thank you yeah no i know because because that's what i when i was at uni all i did was watch fights too and that (laughs) that was like peak of all i'd watch every prelim and and to be fair like for the big cards like this i do like to watch prelims this was just a card i didn't get the chance because i sort of like was avoiding spoilers and only had so much time you know what i mean because i'm like i need to check i want to check twitter i want to check instagram but I need to know what happened to the main events first. And then by the time the main card was over, and we, to be fair to us, we didn't do, we didn't skip through it either. We watched that main card start to finish, ads, breaks, everything included. We didn't skip mm-hmm. from one fight to the next. We were like, we want to treat this like it's live. You know, and we did that. I love the fight of the UFC. Because sure. you want the, I love a fight day, bro. I like the in-between. I like the gaps in between a fight. We get a chance to have a chat. You talk about the fights. You're still pumping yeah. stuff up. You have a conversation. Oh, the next fight's on. Banger. After banger. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Um, uh, and this card flowed really well. Um, a full night for the red corner. All wins for red corner. That's um, true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was. It was. In fact, I think only one, two blue corners won the whole card. Two blue corners. And one was early prelims, one was prelims. And all red corner for 
um, the main card. Yeah. Marvin Vittori defeats um, Roman Delizze. I know how to pronounce his name now. Hey. Close fight. Closer than I thought it would be. Um, Roman mm-hmm. uh, definitely showed that he can be a top 10 middleweight, not an elite God, middleweight. What, not a, yeah. what a bar. Yeah, it's not, look, it's not a great bar, but definitely like can beat plenty of guys in that. He could probably beat a Sean Strickland. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's definitely. sort of the level, but, but he can't beat a Marvin Vittori. The crowd booed the decision. I had I it for Marvin. I, I had, had it from, I it was it close? Yeah, like if they'd given it to Roman, I would have been like, oh, I I didn't think so, but yeah, I guess so. I guess I guess you could. It wasn't yeah one sided enough one way, and it's not a high stakes one enough that I care if it had gone the other way. But I did think Marvin edged edged two, if not all three rounds. But it was it was I close. Thought, I thought Marvin pretty clearly won. Sorry, lost the first round. Yeah, and pretty yeah. clearly won the third round, and yep. the second round could have gone either way, but I think was pretty clearly Marvin. Yeah, like I, yeah. I, I had it twenty nine twenty eight Marvin. I, I had it twenty nine twenty eight as well. <clears throat> um, but, but I wasn't sure. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure going into the decision. Marvin looked, still looks like he's not able to pull the trigger. Yeah, like, it was. It, it, it was just it, a tepid kickboxing match after. But Roman was looking for those big shots, and and, and that's when Marvin was landing, just sort of like in those exchanges and with his counters. Um, And he's got a fucking chin on him. Like, the bigger shots were thrown by Roman, and he was really looking for the finish, whereas Marvin was just looking to point point him, which he did successfully, you know, survive with this thick fucking orc head. And, (laughs) you know, and and sort of, you know, get through it to a decision. I'd like to see more... Like... Fight to fight, I haven't seen a huge amount of improvement between now and the Whitaker fight. Like it's tough because Whitaker destroyed him, but yeah, I thought he looked so good in that Costa fight, and I just wanted to see that same like sort of level and passion. But it felt like this is just a fight he got signed for, and he's like, eh, that didn't pay me enough to go hard. I'm just gonna fucking cruise this one and win. Um, whereas like the Costa one, it was a main event. The the Rob one, it's fucking Rob. You know, those are those yeah. sorts of fights that he, you could tell he was there for. And there was some emotion yeah, in that Costa one. But I, I don't know. I just didn't see a lot from Marvin. I was a bit disappointed in... Though he won, I thought he won. I was a bit disappointed in his performance. Yeah, I, I thought it would be a lot more exciting because Dalidze is the kind of guy who will... I thought Marvin would cleanly win on the feet and then Dalidze would find something interesting on the ground. He's great at threatening things, like threatening submissions and using them to transition or to get the submission. He's like he's very good at that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and he didn't really try it at all, which is a bit disappointing. Um, yeah. Just wanted to have a kickboxing match, and it wasn't that. I, I wasn't huge on it, to be honest. It was like fine. Yeah. Yeah. It um, wasn't. It was. It was. It was an okay opener. It was an okay opener. Not the best. Not the best opener. Vittori, though, did come out and say afterwards that he believes Robert Whittaker to be the superior fighter. Between um, him and Izzy. To, I saw that. To Israel Asanya. Mm-hmm. Um, which shows maybe he's been... Maybe he's had some, knocks some, her, some sense knocked into him. You know? Well, I think I think Rob <clears throat> knocked the most sense into Marvin Vittori. Mm-hmm. Because every time he's finished an Izzy fight, he's like, no, I won that. Whereas Rob's like, I... 
<clears throat> I'm your father. Like that's what that's the difference. Well, and you know, yeah, right. After after the Rob fight, Vittori got yeah. on the mic and was like, "I'm sorry to all my supporters." Yeah, well, it's because he got the shit kicked out of him by yeah by you know a man from the land down under, and that's <laughs> what happens when you fight guys from this part of the world. You know, yeah, um, but not girls apparently, because Casey O'Neill did not deliver in her no. next fight against Jennifer Meyer. Um, that was disappointing because bad, Jennifer, I would say, I would, I, I was more surprised at how good Jennifer Meyer looked. She looked yeah, like she looked prof- like when I say this professional is in. She looked like she'd worked fucking hard on a specific game plan. And Casey O'Neill had no way of adjusting. She went in there to fight one way and it wasn't working. And she just kept trying the same thing over and over and over. Every round, three rounds, Casey O'Neill just kept coming forward with Jennifer Meyer going side to side, not staying still. You know, cutting angles, landing shots, the wrestling, which I w- and takedowns and grappling, I would have thought Jennifer Meyer would have gone for, but she stuck to a stand-up game plan and she pieced Casey up on the feet. Casey landed a few good yeah. shots and had moments and stuff. I don't think she looked bad, but she looked like someone that the elite of the elite, you adjust to a game plan, and then when you watch the top tier, you know, you see momentum shift here, here and there. That's what makes the great fights. And then when you talk about the highest level of MMA we've probably ever seen. Islam and Volk, those guys were adjusting to things yeah. multiple times around, let alone throughout a yeah. five-round fight. Like, I've never seen a fight so back and forth where one minute one person's winning, the next minute the other person's winning. Like, that's what you call adjusting, adjusting, adjusting. Whereas it showed me that Casey O'Neill is one-dimensional and her fight IQ is not there, or as a as a an, a mixed martial artist, doesn't have the skill set to be able to adjust. That's what I read. So I was a bit disappointed and the future for Casey O'Neill looks not great to me yeah. because at this level you should be able to do more than one thing and you should be able to adjust at least to more than one thing, right? Because if you went with that game plan against Val- Valentina Shevchenko or Alexa Grasso, they're going to piece you up and if you can't adjust in any right. way, they're going to finish you. You're not going five rounds yeah, with them. You're not 100%. winning a belt. That's, you know, that was my biggest takeaway from that fight is I was, I love Jennifer Myers' game plan. It, it, it looked great. She looked like she worked her ass off on it to win that fight. And Casey O'Neill had no answers. No answers. And didn't, you Did know, you didn't look... afterwards? No, I, I, After... no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Well, my, uh, afterwards, Maya basically accused her of greasing. Oh, okay. I did she hear a was, bit of this, which is a bit fucking was... weird like slimy and it wasn't sweat which is okay. which like feels like a weird accusation to make after a a win and b not grappling it does like it was that was Casey weird O'Neil, if Casey and, and then also she backtracked because Casey, Casey O'Neill posted to the dms Casey O'Neill uh, posted the dms where jennifer goes i do that too i'm like what, what? are we talking <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because you post the DMs, like, of her sending a message, like, why why are you accusing me of this shit? I didn't fucking do anything. Um, oh, it must be just moisturizer. I put it on, too. And it's like... Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's, why even mention it? Fucking weird, bro. So weird. That is super weird. It's... It, 
I almost thought like that has more validity because you didn't lose a, so you're clearly not like fucking salty. And b, you didn't really grapple much, but you would. I assume you would have been expected to grapple. You know, Jennifer yeah. Meyer is someone you would have expected to have a grappling fight with, and so if O'Neill was to come out greased, she'd have an advantage there. Yeah. Um, and it didn't play a factor, so it feels like a weird thing to make up. Yeah. Like, she tried a couple of times, but couldn't get it down, but maybe it was just Casey O'Neill had practiced takedown defense, which is probably what she yeah. thought Jennifer Meyer was going to do. Probably what she was doing in a training camp was for wrestling defense. Yeah, yeah um, probably. But, you know, as a fighter, you've got to be able to adjust on the fly to things you don't expect. You've got to have... Mm-hmm. Mate, you've got to have tools in the duffel bag. Yeah. Ready to go. 100%. Um, and she didn't do that, and Jennifer Meyer proved herself, you know, to be a top-tier flyweight in the women's division, which isn't saying a lot, but it's saying something. Um, yeah. I'm definitely saying something. Um, uh, Gunnar Nelson, Brian Barberena. I felt vindicated it's, in this one. It's it's what I mean. It's it, it's what you hope for, right? Um, yeah. I was very happy because I love Gunnar Nelson. He's a fucking OG. Um, yeah, I mean, you were right. You called it. You said you saw Brian Barberena get taken down some in his last fight. You felt like Gunnar Nelson could do it. And as soon as he got that takedown, I was like, well, he's getting it. And even when he got on top, I turned to Jared and I was like, he's gone for an armbar. From Mount, he yeah, because because Jerry goes, oh, there's there's not enough time, fifteen seconds, and it's like he's got time for an armbar. Yeah, yeah, you see him like trying to strip the grips. Uh, yeah, exa- and and bang, right on there. Yeah, yeah, easy easy night in the office for for Gunnar Nelson, for a guy that I don't know why he's you know loves to coach. I don't think he 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 does it. You know, he gets gets the payday, lo- loves the sport, but ultimately he's a guy that. Could have been a lot, but he literally hates being around people, hates being in front of people, hates the performance, like, that side of it where he's got to be in front of a camera. Like, I bet you anything he'd much prefer to fight in front of fucking nobody um, just because he loves the sport. He's he's a very quiet, keeps-to-himself sort of bloke. So uh, we don't see Gunner a lot as I might have liked. And, no. you know, I remember back in the day thinking he was a big up-and-coming welterweight, and he's just sort of always been in the low top 10 top 15 and hasn't moved because he barely fights and he wins one loses one wins one loses one but it's just like uh, yeah he's there he's i mean he's a, a great martial artist he's an amazing martial artist he's fought a lot of the guys that are around now like gilbert burns he fought leon edwards yep um a few of them but he's just sort of let himself slide out of activity yeah and just occasionally comes on and like wins a dominant grappling decision yeah, well, that's what you want or to see. Or gets a submission. Yeah. Well, that's what you want to see from Gunnar Nelson, and I was yeah. very stoked for him. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah, absolutely stoked for him. So, um, it's what you want to see. Happy for Gunny. Um, I don't know what you do next, because I don't reckon he's going to fight anytime soon. No, I, he's not someone I even care to matchmake. He's very much the kind of guy where I'm like, okay, you know. Gonna yeah. Nelson fight. That's cool. Yeah. Who do you give um, Brian Barberena next? Because he's he's coming off two losses. Maybe give him a striker and let him just put on a great fucking fight like he does and uh, like he did with just with Robbie Lawler and and, yeah, and Matt Brown and stuff. Like let's just put on a fun fight for him. Well, he like Barberena 
wasn't originally the guy. It was a, it was going to be Daniel Rodriguez versus Gunnar Nelson. Yeah. Um. Mm. So I would like to see Brian Barbera Barbarena return back to the role of being an old man killer, despite not being that old. Yeah. Well, just a guy um, that's just going to so, put on a barn burner, win or lose, and get a get you know let him get yeah. his extra fifty k. You know yeah. what I mean? Because you put him against a striker, like he can put on a great fucking fight, man. But he, he doesn't he go out. Is, he's he's weirdly in the role of a guy that gets old man fights. Mm. Like he he's had that Matt Bram fight. He had that Robbie Lawler fight. Half Elder Sanjos. Yeah. Um. He's he's weirdly fit into that role despite not being one of them. Um, yeah. The UFC just seems quite happy to keep him like keeping the old legends busy so yes. someone like that would be great i don't know who else you've really got in welterweight that can fulfill that role yeah one of them i'm yeah. not fast too yeah. i'll watch no, i'll watch, your, a, Brian, not, I'll watch your brian barbarina fight yeah it wasn't a fight of much consequence it was a fight for our just entertainment get Instant. us through get a finish um after two decisions and get us to the people's main event, Justin Gaethje versus Rafael Faziv. Woo! This was as advertised. Um, yeah. It was a great fight. Great technical striking match. And, mate, it was back and forth because after that first round, I'm like, Faziv's fucking got this. He's got this in the fucking bag. Okay. And even after, even after the, that's how I felt after the first round. I just was like, he was fast. He was better. He was getting to the punch. I was like, he, he's gonna. This is gonna be it all day. And then second round, I was like, okay, that was closer. I wonder how it's gonna go in the third. And then early in the third, Fazeev's landing big shots. And then that jab yes. from Justin Gaethje started coming through. And I was like, okay, he's not. He doesn't know how to miss with this jab. No. And then he was started landing jab uppercut, jab uppercut. And I'm and I'm like, well, yes. he's taking the he's taking the whole fight. He's completely turned this fight on its head totally in his control um and by the end of it like i felt like you need to give justin get you that decision because i thought in my head i'm like yeah second round to me was a bit more of a coin flip i wouldn't have been yeah, surprised if if Fazeev had gotten that but well, that we'll third round that. and the end of the fight was so dominant you felt like i'm like man i really hope justin gets it because he's the one that turned that fight around and took that fight from Fazeev. Yeah. you know makes you 100 percent wish for five rounds of that I'd have loved yeah. to have seen how a fourth and fourth and fifth looked. I I mean I think Gaethje might have finished him if it had gone. I think so too. I think so too. But it would have been great to see if Fazeev could pull that back. Yeah, you're right. No, you're right. I totally agree. But uh, yeah, I was impressed with Fazeev. Um, we've seen him in five rounds against Salvador Sanjos, but he was winning that fight. Um, yeah. Whereas I'd like to see if he's if he loses a, a thrashing like that because that that last round was a thrashing. It was a 10-9, but it was like, you yeah. can't argue round three for Fazeev at all. No, no, you can't. Like, um, he had a good first minute, and then it was four yeah. minutes of dominance from, from Gaethje. So I'd like to see how he comes out and adjusts with some corner advice in round four, round five. Yeah, but yeah, how much was he still there after that third? Cause I well, was like, exactly, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to know. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, but, I mean, I doubted Gaethje. I thought that Gaethje would be... I thought the body shots would cripple him quite early. I thought it would look a bit like the Alvarez fight in terms of just being worked to the body and then getting finished up top. Um, yeah. 
I thought that maybe his chin was going to start declining after that Oliveira fight as well. Mm-hmm. Um, no, he he looked he looked so much better than he did in the Oliveira fight. He looked great. Yeah, he did. He looked really. You good. know, he he looked really good. Even, he looked even he looked in like, round one. He looked like the Gaethje against Chandler. Yeah. Yeah, even in round one, he looked so much more uh, considered than he did against Oliveira. He looked like he came out against Oliveira just swinging wild like a madman. Yeah, but yeah. he came out here and, you know, worked the low kick really nicely rather than just swinging it for no reason. You yeah. know, set it up with footwork. He came out. He was doing some really nice punch and clutch stuff, you know, grabbing that lead collar tie uppercuts with the, the right hand. Um, and then on on the break, he'd throw that overhand over the top and catch Fazeev as he as he looks to circle out. Like just mm. really nice stuff from Gaethje. Yeah, well, when do, when I... he doesn't get caught up in the emotions of the the fight, and he just f- focuses on the skill, because he's way more skillful than he gets credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, I I he puts on some of his best performances and. He says he wants a rematch with Oliveira because he fought like an idiot, and maybe that's true, but I don't know if that goes any different either. We, we I mean, it know. might. It might. It might, but I don't. I don't want to see it right now. Yeah. There's well, only one I mean, fight you make. There's only one fight you make. Yeah, I, th- I, I think and you you're know right, what it is. And, and I know what it is, and it's funny because it, like so many people in the lower levels of the top fifteen in lightweight go, all those guys do is fight each other. Well, I want to see it again. I want Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje too. It's time. It's been what five years since the first fight. It yeah. should be a five round man event again as well, mm-hmm. um, but it probably will be a pay per view three round like featured bout um nah fuck that put it in five rounds on a pay-per-view that's like that is a five round pay-per-view i mean you got two former interim champions of that division yeah who have beaten everyone else in that division bar the champions and you know their first fight was was a great close competitive fight that dustin poirier got the finish with um i think justin poirier will win again i don't think that goes any differently but um you know yeah, uh, but I want to see it still. I still want to I'd, see I'd it. I'd love to... I, I mean, I will say as well, I am definitely the sort of person that's like the upper echelons of lightweight just fight in a circle and don't fight contenders. You know, guys yeah. like Arvind Tsuyukian are fighting down the ranks um, when they really should be getting their big breaks at this point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but, in this, but in this, But in this case... You have to move Justin Gaethje up the ranks. I don't want to see him fight the loser of Oliver Dariush right now. That's yeah. not a fight I'm interested in. I'm interested in giving Justin Gaethje Justin Gaethje fights, especially because he's he's pretty heavily implied that um, this is his last run. If he loses, if he loses, that's it. Yeah, I think um, I think you put him against Poirier again. Yeah, um, and because uh... what I mean, even if he loses that, what a way to send him off. Yeah, I mean that's yeah, bro, hundred percent. I want that fight. I want to see that fight. It's 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 the fight to make. I'd like to talk about the scoring of that fight very quickly. Yes, because it was you a bit had odd, wasn't it? You had one judge give it rounds two and three to Gaethje, round one to Fazeev, which I think is the correct score. Yes. Then you had one judge give I agree with that round one to Gaethje, 
round two to Fazeev, round three to Gaethje. So same, still twenty nine, twenty eight, but you they somehow found a way to give round one to Gaethje, and oh my god, gave That's... round two to Fazeev, which is fair to do. But if you get if you correct that, that's a score for Fazeev. You know, if you if you yeah. take away that weird thing that you've done there, yeah. and then you had someone give it um, twenty eight twenty eight with the first two rounds to Fazeev and round three ten eight to Gaethje. Yeah, that's weird. Which I don't think you can do either. Yeah, well, I mean, I could have seen it being a split decision where you give the first two rounds to Fazeev, like, and I'd be like, it's 100%. hard to argue. Hard to 100%. argue. Um, yeah, that was a really close fight. The only reason I leave Gaethje maybe was purely from a like uh, the mentality of, well, yeah, Gaethje won the end of the fight. You know what I mean? I think, like, you're, I think especially won with, it. The, yeah, I mean, yeah, Gaethje beat the shit out of him by the end of it. I'm not arguing that Gaethje lost. Yeah. I'm just saying that the scorecards were terrible for that. Only they one were, guy got it, got it right. Yeah, and. You can and when I and I have a broad definition of got it right there because I think you can give the second round to either guy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with I you. you it was weird, and the way Buffer read it out was weird. It was fucking. One. It was weird. Yeah, all Buffer over. sort of killed the tension there. <laughs> yeah, but the right guy won, so it's what it is. Is what it yeah. is. Yeah. Um, um, then we get Fafo to the main. Of... Oh, sorry. I'd like to see just very quickly. I'd like to see yeah. him fight Mataj Gamrot. Okay. Both coming I off a loss. Good. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. Oh Gamrot, no, sorry, Gamrot. Gamrot, Gamrot won that. Turner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, I was like, I forgot who won the decision because in my head, Turner won that fight. But one hundred percent, is is what it is. Gamrot yeah. won Fazeev. That's a good fight. Let's get that fight going. I wonder how Turner would go against Fazeev, though. To be fair, also not a bad. Yeah, fight. I'd be interested in that. But that also feels like quite a quite a low. Low fight for Fazeev. Agree. Uh, yeah, Gamrot, Fazeev's a good one. Uh, or, yeah. Main event. Would you, do hooker, f- would you do hooker Fazeev? You could do hooker Fazeev. I think that's a hard fight for a hooker, to be honest. I think that's a nasty fight for a hooker. I, I don't know, bro. I don't know. I reckon if if you if it was a, like a main event, five rounds, I'd pick hooker. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. If, if it was it happens, a fight night, was... main event... I'd go hooker. If it's three rounds, I'd go Fazeev. I, I just... I struggled to see hooker beating much elite competition now, sadly. I disagree. I disagree. I think stars make fights. Well, you, I mean, you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I would. It's true, I would. I would disagree. Because Dan Hooker's my boy and I fucking love him. I, I um, love him too. But I just... You don't love him like I love him. Guess. I don't love him like you do, no. No. Um, okay, main event: Leon Edwards, Kamara Usman, three for the undisputed UFC welterweight championship. I, I mean, we both we both picked Leon, and we Leon won. We both picked Leon, and Leon won. I thought it was going to be. I mean, what I said in the prediction was third round TK, but what I thought was confidence is key, and Leon's gonna come out and, and win the rounds like and look good and early on when he body kicked him that first round and dropped him down I was like yep this is going yep. how I thought it was going to go how were you feeling what were your thoughts overall on this fight it, it's exactly what you wanted to see from Leon Edwards um, 
you what you wanted to see from Leon Edwards was him using that that rear kick to stigmatize that head kick. You know, yeah. Usman obviously obviously Usman's going to come out and be deftly aware that he's got to keep his fucking hands up. So kick yeah. him to the body, kick him to the leg. Especially you've got a guy whose knees are shot and he's open about his knees being shot. Kick yeah. him in the Oh, he was ki- he was dude, he was kicking at the knee. He was yeah. he was he was kicking him directly in the knee and and Jared was calling it out. He goes, he's he's gone for the knee, and I was like, he fucking yeah. is too. He's gone right yeah. for that knee. And fair play, I would do the same thing. And um, yeah, yeah, he if he just looked open about having an injury. You fucking attack that injury. Yeah, dude, he looked phenomenal. I, I want you know. I want to throw a stat at you. I want to throw a stat at you from this fight. Okay. Um, and this is coming from the gr- the great Luke Thomas. Um, he tweeted this out. Ooh, and it was a, yeah. it was about Leon Edwards takedown defense and Kamara oh, Usman's okay. control time. So fight one, Usman landed six of thirteen takedowns with ten minutes and fifty seconds of control time, and that was over three rounds. That's a three round fight. Their first one, their okay. second fight, five rounds. He got five takedowns out of twelve with ten minutes thirty six of control time. So that's about the same amount of control time, but over five rounds compared to three. So that's an improvement fight to fight. And then, of course, he won that in the fifth round, Leon Edwards. Fourth fight, he only gets four of 15, of 15 takedowns, the most attempts he's ever done in any of their fights with the least success. And mm-hmm. only five minutes and three seconds of control time over five rounds. So you talk about the improvement of Leon Edwards' game. Massive. Yeah. Massive, and yeah. of course you attribute and, the the KO win in that second fight to it partly as well. But I mean, Leon Edwards' growth as a fighter is is can't be understated, and and that stat alone shows um, how good he was. Because Usman tried to grapple him as much as you yeah. thought he would, but Us um, Usman could not keep him down, and he would get him against the fence, it's, and 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 Edwards would have the strategy. He'd turn the body, he'd focus both hands on one hand of Usman's. And mm-hmm. and pull that out and, and use that to escape. So whatever side he was sort of coming in, he'd go to the, the hand sort of locking the front of his body. He'd pull that out and he'd use it to sort of circle out into that open space. And he was having huge success with it every single time. One time he did grab the fence. That wasn't good. Um, that whole third round was fucking like bizarre. Um, but it just uh, hugely impressed with Leon Edwards. I scored at 48-46, as did two of the judges. Um even in my reaction, I said right after, I was like, I got 48-46. I could see one of the judges doing a 47-47. That was the exact yeah. scorecard that got read. 48-46 by two judges, 47-47 by one. Really only, you know, a dr- well, that was only because of the point deduction that we're talking about this. Yeah. Like, it's four rounds to one. To Leon, I felt like it was a pretty clear, not dominant in the sense of he dominated every round, but he, looked he like won. Fighter from he looked minute from, one to minute 25. Yeah, I agree. Like, overall, like, Leon Edwards was clearly the better fighter in this fight. And it 100%. wasn't and it wasn't all that close. On the feet, Leon was piecing him the fuck up, um, doing the most damaging shots. Um, Usman couldn't keep him down on the ground. Um, you know, Usman had his moments, but they were few and far between in comparison. And anyone saying they thought Usman won... You know, and people arguing about, you know, Cajun or something. It's a fight about damage. Usman did yeah, two-fifths I've... of fuck-all damage that whole fight to Leon and had really no success with his takedowns. And uh, and sure, he was pushing the pace, but Leon was circling back. 
landing shots um, whenever he wanted, um, and he was fighting at a good pace. I, I, I was it was clear as day to me that Leon was the better fighter in this in this fight. Hundred percent, hundred percent. The confidence from being a champion, man, you could see it. You could yeah, see. Yeah, I, I really because watching, I watched through all of Leon's career in the build up to this, and yeah. the one thing that happens is that he he starts off as this slick counter striker, and as the fight goes on, he starts letting his opponent dictate the pace a little bit, and he see he fights at whichever pace they want, and that's exactly what happened in the Kamara Usman fight. Granted, he gassed out. Granted, Leon gassed out. Um, yeah. but irregardless he was walking himself onto the fence where Usman wanted him it wasn't, you know, Usman was hardly cutting the cage and pushing, like putting him on there Leon would throw something and then take five steps back as Usman came in Yeah, and then sort of shell up as Usman would hit the body and hit him this and he had, Leon he had, moment, this he had moments Le- of that in this though he, he had some rough moments for sure but yeah, where you just literally go back, square a... up against the cage, knowing a takedown attempt's coming and ready to yeah. defend it. But it's like, why are you even there? Every time they went toe to toe on the feet in exchanges, Leon was coming out on top, and I'm like, just keep yeah. fucking doing that. He's not good enough to stand with you. He's not. No. And the knees no, it... were also money because every time they yes. get into exchange to end the exchange, like if they got into any clinch, Leon had the clinches every time. He grabbed the head, pulled down knee. He landed yep. that multiple times. Yep, which is, again, another thing I wanted to see from him was you're a great clinch fighter. Why were you not using the clinch in that second fight? He you know, you've tell got you what wasn't this. Yeah, right. You've got, like, you've got a guy that wants to come in on you. Yeah. A great way to stop that, to stifle that, is to grab him and fucking hit him. Fucking open. And I'll tell you what, if you hit him with enough knees, he'll stop coming in on you. He fucking will. Um, yeah. And yeah, just knees, elbows on the break. Like, it's yeah. a, it was a it was a classic Leon Edward, Leon Edwards performance yeah. with everything that you want to see from Leon Edwards, and not much of the stuff that normally gets him into trouble. Yeah, I, I, really I, nice to see. Him. He's definitely got places to improve, um, especially against the style of Usman. And there's ways he could get better. Mm. And I think he can, because I still thought he was a bit gassed at moments. Like, or just clearly, I felt like his pace, he wanted to slow down the fight a bit to recover. Like, I thought in that fourth round, he was slowing down more than Usman was slowing down. Um, but he managed to sort of keep himself not getting too bad and... And then it felt like that fifth round, Usman was also a bit tired. Like, he was still doing enough to win the rounds because in the exchanges, he was the one that was landing. So even though he was slowing down, he was still the one with the damaging shots and Usman just wasn't landing. And he wasn't throwing shots to get into the takedowns either, Usman. You know, he he wasn't... No. He was just go. He would just get him against the cage and go for takedowns and not get him. Whereas in that second fight, he was at least throwing strikes to really put that pressure on him and bully him and then go for those takedowns. But in this fight, he wasn't at all. It just felt like he was going for a lot of naked takedowns, partly because um, Leon was letting him at times, but as well, it just felt like, I don't know, it was just, he, I don't know. Usman, he looked like he's at the, you know, towards the end of his career, and he looked like a guy that yes. just came off a really devastating loss. So, um, you know, Usman's still one of the great welterweights all the time. I, I put him at number two, at worst, number three, yeah, the best welterweights um, ever. Um you know, he's a legend of the game. Um, and he's got, yeah, you I'm, know, I'm happy with that. 
Yeah, we all have our time, man. We all have our time. And it's just... Usman's 35, almost 36 in like two months. That's that's super old, especially at welterweight. You know, you're not a heavyweight, you're not a light heavyweight. Like, you're at welterweight, you're at the elite of the elite. You're talking about there's a small window and you're fighting guys that are so elite in terms of athletes. Um, so, you know, he, he to be as dominant as he was, he's a special, special fighter. He's greatness personified in mixed martial arts. But it's Leon's time, it's Leon's era. Um, and he's still the undisputed UFC welterweight champion of the world. Um, so shout out to the UK. You've still got a champ. Mm-hmm. That was that's fantastic. Yeah. Tell you what, um, um, tell you what you wanted to see from Usman is a that? retirement. I still think we will. He said he's going to come back in soon. I think he gets leaves. I think it reflects. I think he spends time with his daughter. I think he goes. Why the what the fuck am I doing this for? I hope so, ma'am. I really hope so. Because, like, what I, I don't want to see you fight. Get surgeries on your like, knees, mate. Fucking fix yeah. your life. You've made the money. You've got... You're going to have a great career after this. You're going to be an analyst. You can be a coach. You can be whatever you want in his, into his fashion, whatever he wants. He's got He's got a you life... You can tell campfire stories. Dude. He, cool, whispery voice. <laughs> he does have a great voice for that sort of stuff, eh? Yeah. Um, it is, I've, I heard so, someone tweeted a while ago saying... Every time he speaks, he sounds like he's telling a ghost story. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> I've not been able to see it any way different. Since. That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I, I'd like to think. I don't think. I don't want to see him get to that old age where he's just going in and losing fights, getting knocked out regularly. Like he's, mate. Once you're 36, you've got bad knees. Go get him fixed. Go live your life. You don't need this. You don't need. You nice don't need this. You're not getting Edwards again. That won't happen. No. Um. I don't want to see him fight fucking Colby again. Who gives a fuck? Um, It'll be Shavkat, man. It will be Shavkat. Well, Shavkat, be, they want to fight... Yeah, they're um, fighting. They're making him fight Bilal. Bilal Muhammad, um, which is just... I don't think... Oh, dude. God, that pissed me off. Can we... Can, can, okay. How, let's get on to this conversation. Dana okay. White comes yep. out after this... Well, first of all, the 24 hours leading up to the fight, Colby weighs in at the weigh-ins as a bag of fighter, and everyone's yep. like, what the fuck? And then that also means both fighters in the title fight. Let's make that clear. Because the fact that they don't know who they could be fighting. But that's the thing. That's the thing. They have to renegotiate. Even if like Usman didn't make weight and Leon, and they come to Leon while Colby weighed in, Leon can go. No, I didn't know I was gonna. Mm. He was the back. I'm not fucking fighting Colby. You know what I mean? They have to renegotiate. They can't just tell him he's fighting Colby. They have to totally renegotiate and sign a new deal. Um. I'm sure Liam probably still would have done it, but like Colby has had two title shots and only had to have one win in between. And they were to guys that shouldn't give you a title shot anyway, probably maybe Jorge, but that's only if there's no one else to it, but you can't, but you've still got to be active. That's you beat Jorge. And then a few months later, you're like, I want that next shot. Let's go. Not, I sit out for 12 months, say no to multiple fights with Hamzat Shemaev, with Bilal Muhammad, with multiple mm-hmm. contenders, wait it out, say no, and then fucking think you can fight Leon Edwards. It's mental. Yeah, and yeah. first of all, this shtick of his is fucking old. And people that say, oh, it's just a character, it's a character, that's fine. But in prof- if you're go- talking about this professional wrestling character that he's made up, guess what the best professional... And I'm a guy that loves his... Prof- I grew up on professional wrestling. Do you know what the best guys did in professional wrestling? Their characters evolve. He's been the same mm. fucking character for six years. It's boring. 
And it's super fucking weird. Like, it's not, like, funny. It's not interesting. And people that still think it's funny are fucking dorks and losers. They're the actual yeah. virgins he makes fun of the whole time. Like, the yeah. incels and virgins that he makes fun of are the only fans he has. <laughs> like, it's not... I don't not like Colby because I think it's a real character and that's who he is and he's a bad guy. I don't like him because I think he's a pussy. I think he's a fucking pussy who gets on a microphone and talks about how he's going to kill John Anik and how he's going to beat up yeah. everyone. Meanwhile, he's the first guy to whinge, cry, and call the cops when he gets fought in the street for his bullshit. And he's the one being like, I run the streets, I do this, but he's going to fucking cry, whinge, sue ya, make the money. He's a fucking pussy. He's the biggest pussy in the UFC. He's a fucking, he's human toilet paper, is what I called him on Twitter. He's fucking human toilet paper, and his fans are a bunch of dorks and losers. This guy has done fuck all for this sport. He's done fuck all for the last 12 months, but sit on his ass and try to make some money. Like... Honestly, the fact that he's getting title shot makes me sick. He's not Conor... He, he talks about how he's like, Leon's not Conor McGregor. Bro, you're not Conor McGregor. You're not Conor McGregor. You know? It's fucking mental. Mental, he's, the he's way he talks. He's boring. He's to, boring, bro. He's boring. He he's fights boring. trying to emulate that Chael Sonnen stuff. But he's, he is not a fifth the talker that oh, Chael Sonnen or the is. He does no charisma either. No, There's no fucking no, exactly. charisma. He, he, he sort of just like stutters through the same rehearsed lines. He had one any, entertaining fight with Usman, oomph. and now everyone thinks he's a he's an entertaining fighter. Yeah. His fights are boring. They're all boring. Yeah. The second Usman fight was not that entertaining, and Usman beat the shit no. out of him. Like, yeah. And their first I'm, fight, I'm and their first fight, yeah, amazing, no doubt about it. Fucking incredible fight. I love their first fight. But that's it. I don't know what everyone's talking about, like, that Colby's some amazing fighter. Obviously, he's elite, and with his wrestling and all that sort of stuff, but it's not entertaining. He's a fucking boring fighter. He's a boring personality. He's been the same shtick for six years, and he's still talking about Donald Trump like he's the president. Yeah. When he's not. I, I like, like, I, I would, it's so I would go so far as to say irritating. that that first fight, he was a guy who was an interim champion. He was a guy who was this fresh face for the division and a per he was a perfect heel for Usman and more and more active oh, but don't get me wrong like there was times where I'm like okay I get the character I see what he's trying to do and it's sort of working yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but then but like, like you've got to like, evolve bro you've got to change how many years has it been yeah that's what I'm saying you got to evolve the like Conor McGregor four? isn't the same Conor McGregor we've seen how many different iterations of Conor because Conor knows you can't just do the same thing you know what I mean? Like 2019. It's been four it, years. It, if Chael's t took his characters from pro wrestling, that's where he got got it from. He evolved. Yeah. If Colby's doing the pro wrestling thing, the best pro wrestlers, bro. The Rock wasn't just the Rock the whole time. He evolved. He changed. He was the good guy. He was the bad guy. He was Rocky Maivia. He was in the 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 A Nation of Domination. Then he was the Rock. Like he evolved. Sure. You evolve as a character. That's what, if you're just talking about from the entertainment side of it, you need to evolve, you need to change. He's the same shtick for six years. It wasn't that good. It was like, I'm like, okay, I guess this is it. It's getting people talking all good, I guess. But now it's like, dude, it's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the sport. It's embarrassing for the division. And Dana White, the just fucking cuck of Republican that he is, 
just like, well, he's Trump's guy, he's, you know, Colby's my guy, and uh, it's just fucking weird, and he's, and for the guy, and Ariel Wani said it on the MAO this week, for a guy that never makes fights on a Saturday, I don't make fights in the night of fight, he's like, doesn't matter what happens, Colby's the next fight. Why? Yeah. Why? There's asking, there's people asking, like, hey, like, this is a really compelling fight, um, what about this? And he's like, ha uh, yeah, Colby's the guy, sorry. Gilbert Burns it, it very, it's, it very is at the clearly, top of this division. clearly an agreement that's been made. Is coming up a win, is about Colby... to fight Masvidal, and, and you're telling me you're not even going to entertain the fact that, one, if Masvidal beats Gilbert, that's a top three win for Masvidal. They've got history, they've got a story. You want Masvidal's a bigger name than Colby anyway. Yeah. And by a fucking landslide, he's a bigger name than Colby. Um, then you get that, that title fight with Leon. Makes sense. Gilbert Burns is the more deserving contender of everybody if he beats Miles Fidel. I think, to me, that's a number one contender's fight. Guaranteed. Yes, there's Bilal Muhammad. I, don't th- I think Bilal needs a top five win before he gets a title shot. I agree. Um, I, do I, agree. I don't think Bilal's a title shot guy now. He just beat Sh- Sean fucking Brady. That's not a top five. That's a top ten no. win. Great. You're on a win streak, 100%. You deserve the number one contender. Bilal's next fight's a number one contender fight. I, I get yeah. it. He's not going to win. They're going to make a fight shove cut. But, you know, yeah. poor Bilal. Um, get him off my telly now. Um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> but then you've got, you know, uh, you've got, I guess you could say Hamzat because I mean, he's undefeated and he's just torn everyone apart. Didn't make weight last fight. Risky. Um, I feel like Hamzat's, if you don't make, Hamzat's, have you, have you not heard he's confirmed middleweight now? Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, he is like Dana has said he is fighting at middleweight now. If you, I don't trust anything Dana White says. I don't believe him. You know, okay. I believe him. Sure. I believe him regarding Hamza because he he took he spent so long refusing to say anything about it. Yeah, maybe. And it sounds like they've got a fight in the works for him. It's gonna be Rob. Terrible match. I fucking hope it's Rob. Rob. Well, I mean, if you hate Hamza, you hope it's Rob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, if you like Rob. If you like Rob, you hope it's Rob, because this is like where Rob goes. I just need to make it clear that I'm pound for pound. Top yeah. five, which he is, yeah. which he is. Yeah. Pound top five, no yeah. doubt in my fucking mind. Um, yeah, and so. and Rob's gonna Rob's gonna fuck up Hamzat. I don't think that's a really close fight. No, I think I think that's, I think I that's, think that's a, rough for Hamzat. I think he fucking. I think Hamzat kills has him. maybe a nice first round. I don't think he's striking with him. And good no. luck taking him down. <laughs> good fucking no, luck think... with that. I just think Hamza opens so fast that mm. he can maybe catch Rob Cole Dude, a little bit Rob's in terms so fast, of wrestling. Rob's in so terms fast. of yeah, but Rob no, takes I... time to warm up. You look at that Vittori fight, that first round, he took a little bit of time to get his bearings. You look at that Adesanya, that first Adesanya fight, he got drops and then was sharper. Throughout but in the, but in that first Adesanya fight, because Rob was Rob was going second, crazy hard. Second, I meant yeah. the second fight. Sorry, yeah, second that. also being hesitant for Izzy. I don't. I think he's just. I don't think the easy fights are... I think they're two separate well, Okay, Vittori then. We'll go Vittori. Okay. I don't know if that was slow as much as they were both reading each other. I think Rob can pace himself through whatever, I mean. he, that, where, whatever okay. he fights. But it's just... But Rob's going to read who he's fighting. Vittori, if, sure. Vittori was never going to come forward. So Rob didn't need to. Rob had the time to okay, read. But I, if Hamzat comes if forward hard... Opens. Yes. I, I, no, I'm saying that's fine. But Rob will adjust to that in that round and piece him up. Yeah. 
He's not yeah, getting taken down it. because he's cold. You know what I mean? Like Rob's taking defense is going to be top tier from yeah. second one to the last second of that fight. I do agree. Can he land maybe the best strikes he can early? Maybe yes, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I just I don't think. I just don't think it's a good matchup for Hamza at all. I think it's a. I don't think there's any worse matchup in the UFC in a division Hamza would fight in than Robert Whitaker. I think it's the number one worst matchup for him. Yeah, I do agree, hundred um, percent. Um, like I think Hamza could beat Izzy. I I could. I'm not saying he would. I'm saying he could beat Izzy because I think he has the potential yeah. to actually hold Izzy down. I agree. Not a shot. I dude. I'll eat my words. We've got to make some sort of bet if that fight happens. If like, I'll eat my words. If he could take down Rob and hold him down, like oh, really hold him down. Happen, I so don't, don't either. I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see it. But to the people, yeah. I've got to, you know, at yeah. some point I've got to take my licks and eat my words if I'm wrong here, because I'm yeah. certain that Rob fucks him up. Um, but anyway, that's not the fight at hand. The next fight apparently is Leon Edwards, Colby Covington, which I think is fucking ridiculous. Apparently. Um, um, it, I mean, it, it, to me, it sounds like Dana has said, or Hunter Campbell has said, look, Colby, we need a backup. If you come and weigh him, we will guarantee you the next shot. Why do they need the... What? Why? Why was it Colby? Uh, I don't know. I, I guess because Burns and Masvidal are fighting next month and making the I just don't know why that makes him the number one contender. It's not like Volk who asked for it and said, I no, want to fight next. A, I'm showing up to be the backup. And also... Volk's active. Volk's a champion. And even then, Dana still was like, well, I guess it's probably Volk next. But he wasn't coming out the, the day after, or the day of, going 100%. No. 100% is Volk. You know, no, he had to be I, convinced I he know. took the lay of the land and then made that I don't fun. know if it's maybe a marketing thing to get Americans to buy that pay-per-view. It's so stupid. You know, are, would they buy a, a Gilbert Burns pay-per-view? I think so. I think they're fighting about Burns pay-per-view. I mean... But I, think, I, I think Dana gets a, a hung up on the fact that the stars of tomorrow are still stars today. Sorry, the, the, the stars of yesterday is what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Colby Leon. Leon's winning that fight anyway, so whatever. Fuck it. Who's winning that fight, sorry? Leon's winning that fight anyway. Yeah, so okay, cool. Fuck. I thought you said Colby then. I was like, really? No, no, no. Leon's winning that fight. Um, Leon's yeah, winning that fight. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I think yeah. what what does Colby provide other than a gas tank that Eastman didn't provide? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. No. Like I agree. They'll like like Colby can go southpaw too. Can fight southpaw too, I guess. Well, Colby is a southpaw. Yeah, but he's but, Usman, but he's Eastman spent most of that fight southpaw. It's true. I mean, I don't think he, Leon's gonna have a problem. Here. I don't. I don't think Leon's gonna have a, a, have a problem on the feet. Colby was like, "I've never lost a southpaw." I'm like, You've, "What southpaws have you fought that are elite at all?" Yeah. That's how right. <laughs> and if and when you look at the Usman fight, well, he beat you twice. He fucked you up. Yeah. He finished you. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I disagree with that fight being made, but I, and Leon said he, he won't accept that fight. I hope he stands by it. I hope he stays, sticks to his guns. We'll see. I think if Dana wants it, he'll get it. That tends I to be so how too. it goes. Um, Sadly. But is what it is, um, I guess. I don't, yeah. I'm done talking about Colby. I fucking, I'm over him. 
so There's I was enjoying so thing. much him not being involved in Same the UFC. The last nice. one months have been so nice. He's so fucking boring. And he just comes into the news cycle. I'm like, I don't care. He's not good or entertaining. It's fucking embarrassing. And it's embarrassing for the sport. Anyway, go on. There's, there's one last thing. What's um, I just wanted to say another thing from Big Thomas. Um, and shout out to Man of Shark for tweeting this out. Um, the record of guys over 35 years old between 135 pounds and 170 pounds in UFC title fights is 2 and 28. Yeah. That's I mean... two wins, 28 losses. Um, obviously relevant because Usman has turned twenty-five, uh, thirty-five. Sorry. Yeah. Um, tell you who turns thirty-five in September. Um, a man by the name of um, Colby Covington. Oh, not in September. Alexander Volkanovski. Ooh. I mean, do you know? Well, I mean, Colby's actually already thirty-five. He is already thirty-five. Good. I mean, Alex Volkanovski. Um, I feel like is the exception to any rule I, I it makes me nervous but it also if you look on based on performances or not based on just like age science his last one's probably his best performance yet yeah well so far he's just getting better and better yeah 100% we've not seen um, any drop off I didn't realise Volk and I have almost the same birthday it's a day apart oh nice yeah, he's the 29th. I share mine with John Mayer, so. Ah, okay. You know. that's. I mean, that's. I mean, it really overshadows your birthday, doesn't it? Because it's like, who gives a fuck? No, I would argue you? the opposite. It, it overshadows John, John Mayer's yeah. birthday. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm glad that, that Volk and I don't share because his was overshadowed mine, the Alex the Great, but <laughs> I can be a prelim to his birthday. Um, yeah. Yeah. I thought you'll ever be. Right. I mean, it's all I could hope to be, really. If I was in a prelim to a vault card at a UFC event, I mean, I'd be pretty fucking stoked for myself. Um, so yeah, yeah, good yeah. to complain. Yeah, no, I, I don't complain. No complaints whatsoever. Um, I mean, the, it looks like International Fight Week will be Stipe Jones and the Komen we Volk and uh-huh. Yair. Yeah, yeah, that's a good fight. It's a shame that fucking Volkanovski doesn't get a main event still. I mean, it's a big. I mean, it's a big main event. To be fair, so yeah, I feel like it's a fucking still... shit fight to have over Volkanovski. Nah, I I mean I, I, I mean I personally feel like Volk's gonna make it look easy. I hope so, and but like so I just that, I'm I just so feel much like... more invested in that featherweight fight. I know, I know, ten times more. I know, but we just need Volk to get in there, focus on the job at hand, dominate Yair, get the rematch with Islam. Win the second belt, retire. Yep, I'm up for it. You know, he won't retire. Volk will fight till he's shouldn't be fighting. I just have that feeling, terrible feeling. I get, but, uh, yeah, I get the feeling Volk will. I think Volk will drop a couple and be like, "It's my time. I'm out." Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, his but I think will, I think we'll see him start to lose. He's one of the one of the pound for pound greatest of all time. I mean, he's already submitted yeah. there. Yeah, it's one of the greats. Um, but yes. Yes, um, just because it's late, we're going to make it quick, but let's touch on this coming week, the main event. Um, yeah, there's nothing else to talk about. No. I mean, there's a couple um, like things that if we have the time, 
we can get to it next week. Which is pretty nice. We can get to it next week. We can talk about it. We can recap it. Um, But the the only fight I'm really pumped for, and I've got one of my best mates, Bucks, parties this weekend, slash it's going for the whole weekend, from Friday to Sunday. Um, So I will see the fight, but I will be in not a great state watching the fight. That's Um, okay. um, I normally am not, so... Um, you've got a bantamweight, essentially number one contenders fight. My favorite bantamweight, future champion, um, Cheeto, Marlon Cheeto Vera versus Corey um, Sandhagen um, in a five-round main event. This is going to be a fucking barn burner. I can't wait for this fight. This has been one I've just been marking on the calendar that I've been pumped to see. Thank God they moved it out yep. of the apex and into an arena full of fans. That does, That's what this fight deserves. Um We've got a we've we've got a bet on this fight, my friend, because you're backing Corey Sandhagen. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. With everything I have. Yeah. yeah. Tell me how he gets done. What's your prediction? Um, I think I think he's too much for Cheetah. I think he comes in out volumes him. He's yeah. not like Rob Font in that he's not going to do damage to Cheetah. Yeah. He's got he's a smart fighter in that he's going to get in there. He's going to hit the body. He's going to get out. He's yeah. going to get in there. He's going to kick him. He's going to get out. He's going to overwhelm yeah. them. He's going to mix in some resting exchanges. Um, he's just going to... I think he's just going to be the smarter fighter. I think yeah. Cheeto is opportunistic. And also, I think we've not really seen Cheeto beat um, many great top guys at the moment. He, he's fought a lot of old people. I mean... And whilst he's he's looked awesome in those fights, although I say that, lost, you know, was losing on the scorecard to Dom Cruz. Um, and I'm, I'm a Cheeto fan, man. I, I'm, there's not many people I'd back against yeah. Cheeto. Well, San I mean... Hagen, San Hagen as, as someone who is clearly, like, a student of the game. Like, San Hagen is clearly someone that understands mixed martial arts. He came out last time. He utilised elbows against someone that wants to pocket box with him. He started like stigmatizing the wrestling exchanges, getting him freaking out. Like he fought a great fight that last time. Yeah. Against an opponent who's genuinely tough and like isn't a super great matchup for him. So I have confidence in the Corey Sandhagen. I think he's I think he is that guy. Yeah. Um I don't. I think Corey You don't, you don't like him because you don't like how he looks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all it is, really. That's absolutely not true. That is absolutely false. That's a little false. bit true. It's I at least seventy percent true. Absolutely not true. I I Dude, resent if, that statement. I if Corey I, Sanhagen was a little Ecuadorian man with a cool beard, you'd be all over him. Would it go a long way? It would. Let's not pretend. <laughs> let's not pretend it wouldn't. I'm not saying that, but I don't dislike him because of how he looks. Do I like Cheeto because of how he looks? Yes, partly. Um, but I also like Cheetah for how he fights. crazy because he looks different and, every fight. And is that... Well, no, it's, it's a joke, guess. I love Cheetah. I love Cheetah the fighter. Mm. I love the personality. I love his story. I love where he's come from. Uh, and I just think he fights fucking awesomely. Um, and I think he's he's looked at every fight. He's looked better and better. So I, I think everyone loses to Dom Cruz on the scorecards until they win. That's how fighting Dominic Cruz works. Like, it's it just is what it is. And yeah. I think he he was setting him up for that combo he landed the whole time. He got it. He got the win. He beat the fuck out of Rob Font. You can maybe touch Cheetah with some yeah. pillow hands as Corey Sandhagen will. 
But Cheetah's going to land big shots, and I think Corey's going to be more aggressive. I think that's going to lend to Cheeto landing more with his counters, and I think he's a hard puncher, and I think he's going to hurt Sandhagen early, and then Sandhagen's going to be a bit more tentative, be a bit less rushing in, a bit less confident going in. Um, I, I think um, I think Cheetah's going to finish him. I think he's going to finish him uh, in the second round. Wow. Okay. Cheeto, notorious guy who builds and builds and builds as this fight goes on. Yeah, well, I think um, the, the style will lend itself to Cheeto landing bigger shots earlier. Really? I think yeah. it's an awful... I think it's probably the worst style matchup for Cheeto. Well, you're about to say. Maybe, like, maybe Sterling's worse, honestly. Like, maybe, maybe someone like Alderman I think Sterling's probably the back. worst matchup for Or for maybe Cheeto. someone like Marab in the same vein who could just catch him early and, like, wrestle Potential- him. Potentially, yeah, for sure. Because sure. it's it's good to remember that Cheeto got backpacked by Jose Aldo. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. So it makes me nervous against guys who have like strong wrestling. Well, which I'm, I'm just not, fo- I'm, I'm just focusing on. I just I just want. I just want he- Aljo to beat Henry. Aljo retire. Sean O'Malley Cheeto there are two we'll for the title. That's the yeah. dream. Seeing yeah. the rematch, Sean O'Malley's only loss was to Cheeto and at that time you're sort of like neither really rang Cheeto everyone's like who the fuck's this guy turns out he's fucking elite and yeah. they rematch down the road they both don't lose a fight since then well sorry to Jose Aldo my bad that's a terrible person to lose to um, you know Cheeto <laughs> goes on a great run gets a title shot Sean O'Malley doesn't lose a fight since Cheeto they rematch for the belt that's the story that's what I want to see and then Marab can fight whoever fucking wins yeah yeah, because I get that Murad probably deserves it more, but you you have to book O'Malley Cheeto if Cheeto wins. You have 100%. to. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I get Murad deserves it, dude. Sit out all you want, you get the next shot, but just for the people, you have to do Sean O'Malley Cheeto Vera. I also think Dana fucking hates Murad. I mean, who I think I think if Dana hate. can do stuff, yeah. who doesn't hate Murad? Let's be honest with money. you, and and like not the I person, like but. Uh, uh, I thought I thought what he did to the style the style's was not cool. fan friendly and and I don't know there's something about Marab that just is like oh, okay I guess so yeah I like I don't I don't super like as it, much as I was hoping Peter Yarn cried I was still cool. hoping Peter Yarn would win when they fought I was still hoping Peter Yarn won but yeah yeah I, I just find Marab a bit weird like he's just a weird guy. Came in to fight Peter Yarn. He's like, this is like, this is for Ukraine. This is against Russia. I'm like, it's Peter Yarn. Like, you're fighting yeah. Peter Yarn. You're not fighting Russia. It's also That's not how Peter Yarn who is who is openly anti-war. Yeah, it was you know, he's not like he's not like one weird. of the sort of like Chechen puppet guys. No, no. As far as I'm aware, I haven't seen him like fake sparring with a with a Russian warlord or anything. So. No. Yeah. No, he seems like a pretty cool guy. Yeah. Which we have with Usman, so good we have with Usman. Good fucking rinse. We have with Gaethje too, so I'm a bit of a shame. That's it. Gaethje Gaethje gets a pass. No, he doesn't. And and Dustin Poirier will put him to put him to sleep for it. (laughs) Um, That's what will happen. I feel like he already got punished by Oliveira. It's okay. Uh, Not enough. He doesn't hang out with you. Don't hang out with Russian warlords that murder people. Tyler, he doesn't know what he's doing. Okay, fine. He doesn't know where he is. <laughs> not yeah, sure. I guess so. I guess so. I guess so. Fucking hell. Yeah. Well, 
All right, the bet's on. Bet's on. You've got you've got um, Corey. I got Cheeto. We'll be back next it's week. It's going to be a fun fun to next discuss it all. To just um, I feel like we've got to make some one sort of, of us sta- is stakes lay for this bet. I feel like we've got to make stakes for this bet. I do, but I also feel like the next podcast is just going to be brutal for whoever loses. Yeah, unless it's like a controversial split decision. Yeah, of which we'll both just argue to the death that our guy won. Well, yeah, we'll both just be mad. <laughs> Um, okay I look forward to next week when uh, one of us is going to be taking some serious licks and the other one's going to be yeah. like pumping themselves up pretty hard <laughs> yeah um, be exciting either way guys I look forward to it um, thank you everyone for tuning into this episode of Switching Stances be sure to rate us on all podcast services give us five star reviews all that great stuff like subscribe on YouTube with past the subscriber mark that's fantastic love the support follow us on Instagram Twitter everywhere um, we're building the brand um, and it's just been a great few months since launching. Um, loved every second of it. And then you'll follow the journey as we cover this sport, do reactions to fights, and my journey to my first fight in June. Yeah. Um, so thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And we'll see you all next week for another episode of Switching Stances. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.